And when you do that, chapter 18 says you believe and worship this God. And that's Acts 18, verse 8. The ruler of the synagogue believed on the Lord with all his household. And look what it says in verse 13. This fellow persuades men to worship God. Believing and worshiping God. That's salvation. If you don't believe in him, if you're right now worshiping and, and a worshiper, not just when there's music. Worship is so much bigger than music. It's, it's a life of adoration of God, and I can adore him in prayer, I can adore him in ministry, I can adore him in seeing his creation, and I can adore him by singing his praises. But I have a life of worship because I have a new heart. And so the Apostle Paul explained again that this event is when I enter God's kingdom and follow God's way, and I'm not going my own way anymore. That, that's Paul's testimony as, as he preaches in, in the city of Ephesus. And he says that you have to follow a new way and you have to, to let Jesus into your life. And, and it says in verse 17 at the end, the name of Jesus was magnified. Verse 18, many believed and confessed and told their deeds. And the word of the Lord, verse 20, mightily prevailed. And God through Paul in verse 26, persuaded and turned away many people away from their gods. Salvation is entering God's kingdom and it's following God's way and I no longer want my way. We're like Jesus in the garden, not my way, not my way, not my way. And in Acts chapter 20, verse 21, salvation is repenting and believing in the kingdom of Christ. And we went through that just recently, and then the next one I, I, I told you about when Paul shared with Festus, salvation is following the way of God's righteousness. It's now my life has turned from the following the way of the God of this world, my father the devil, and my whole life now is following the way of God's righteousness. And it's following the way of self-control, that I want to mortify and to be crucified with Christ, and I want to no longer live as unto myself, but unto him, because I'm going to give an account. And it's, it's a way of God's righteousness and a way of self-control and judgment. And it's because chapter 26 says, and, and look what Paul says in 26, 18. He says this, he says, God opened my eyes, verse 18, he turned me from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. And I received forgiveness of sins and inheritance, and I'm sanctified by faith in Christ. And, and Christ said, and that's what you're supposed to present to everybody. That salvation is when God opens your eyes and when God turns the way you live. So this morning, either your eyes have been opened and you see clearly Christ in his word, or you have cataracts. And if you have cataracts, all you have to do is talk to the Lord. He gives eye openings. He gives heart turnings. He wants to. And finally, the book ends with salvation is entering God's kingdom. I mean, look at the very last time. Verse 28, salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. Verse 31, preaching the kingdom of God and the things that concern Jesus Christ. So, what does it mean to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? It means that we come to Christ. We want Christ. We see him as our only hope. We find in him 
that he is the way that we want to live. We receive his spirit and he changes us. We believe in him, kind of like the life jacket on the airplane. We cling to him. We know him. We turn to him away from our religion and our idols. We have him. We ask him to cleanse us. We heed what he says. We follow him through life. We reach out to him. We enter his kingdom, repenting of our own, and we experience Christ. Now that's salvation according to God. That's the gospel record that God laid down in the book of Acts. And that's what Jesus Christ is softly and tenderly offering today. And what each of us has to consider is, have we embraced Christ? Christ. 